0: It is Black Monday in the NFL. The Packers now are on the bye. Let the postseason begin. We've got a national title game coming up. Badgers survive a little bit of a scare against the Maryland Terrapins and still walk away with a, uh, a victory. Now you got Ohio State next up on the docket. And uh, Black Monday really is kind of the headline stealer. But there's, there's a lot of stuff to get to today. Welcome to the program, the Bill Michaels Show on the air. I'm Bill Michaels. Ben Kenny producing the show back at our uh, flagship station in Madison. And <clears throat> so far this morning, Brian Flores, uh, the head coach of the Dolphins after three seasons, he is out. Surprise move by the Vikings. I thought for sure that it would probably be Mike Zimmer. Because I thought that game against the Packers, when that team kind of laid down, I thought, okay, that's probably the nail in his coffin. The Vikings finished with an 8-9 record, missed the playoffs for a second straight season. But they let go of their general manager as well, Ziggy Wilf and, uh, and Mark. After uh, six seasons as defensive coordinator in Cincinnati, Zimmer now out. He held the same position with Atlanta, Dallas, and, uh, and on from there. Spielman, though had been with the Vikings since 2006. First as the team's vice president of player personnel and then their general manager. And he built that defense in eight seasons with Zimmer. uh, It was a 72-56-1 record, which averaged out to about 9.1 wins per season, made three trips to the postseason with a couple of playoff wins. Minnesota reached the NFC Championship game back in 2017. They had the league's top-ranked defense at that point. That was kind of their their wasted moment, and then right after that, they went out and paid uh, Kirk Cousins all that money, and it just never materialized. But they got rid of their general manager as well, so Chris Spielman is out. Or Rick Spielman. Rick Spielman. I'm sorry, Rick Spielman. Rick Spielman is out as well. Then we kind of figured that the Bears would fire Matt Nagy. It was a question mark whether or not Ryan Pace would go. Ryan Pace also out. After the team finished 6-11. Now, Ryan Pace, we know, he's uh, he will forever be attached to the Mitch Trubisky pick. So he's out. Vic Fangio, out in Denver. They're going to be looking for a head coach. So Black Monday has come fast and furious, and uh, there are some primary jobs that are now open. And we know that Nathaniel Hackett at some point this week is going to fly down to Jacksonville, most likely tomorrow, and interview for their head coaching vacancy before coming back to Green Bay and then getting ready for the, uh, the NFC playoffs. So just a, a, lot of, a lot of different things flying around today. So it, we got matchups uh, on wildcard weekend that are coming up. Um, so th- there's plenty to get to. The, the Brian Flores firing is a little bit out of left field because, I mean, I thought that team played pretty well. Um, I thought down the stretch they kind of gathered themselves. And I did not. I, I got to admit, I, it wasn't that it was out of nowhere, but I really didn't see that coming. After they started off the season, what was it? I think one and six they were, and then went on that run where they reeled off seven straight. Then finally lost to the Titans ugly, and then they beat the Patriots yesterday. And I thought, you know, okay, maybe they're on on their way. Or one and seven, I think they were, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, one and seven. And then after that, they reeled off seven straight, and then they lost to the Titans before finally beating the Patriots in the finale, and I thought Flores would be safe. But no. And Stephen Ross, by the way, has stated, who is a a Michigan alum, that he is not going to go after um, Jim Harbaugh. So Harbaugh out of Michigan is not on his radar. So no no big deal there. So for those that uh, thought that was going to be the natural fit, apparently... Not going to happen. So we got all that going on. Then the Packers obviously fall yesterday in rather uh, just kind of quirky, ugly fashion. It wasn't a clean game. It wasn't a game in which they were just beaten up. But, you know, Rodgers comes in, does his thing, gets Devontae Adams the record. There were some moments in that game that the Packers had the opportunity, especially after uh, Detroit went for it on fourth down in their own territory. And the Packers couldn't convert with that prime field position. They couldn't do anything with it. I thought that was an opportunity lost. And then, obviously, defensively speaking, they had just the flea flickers that they just didn't cover. The communication in the secondary that still looks awkward. Some of those things that you thought, you know, these things should be cleaned up by now. And they're not. Reared their ugly heads. So the Lions got a 37-30 win yesterday over the uh, over the Green Bay Packers. And in addition to that, I, I'm going to stay away a little bit today. There's a lot. I was, I got up this morning and it's amazing because people start arguing and uh, tagging me in my Twitter feed and I start losing followers because people just want to check out of it. They don't want to be a part of that. So I lost about 12 followers last night because people just arguing back and forth about Jordan love and Jordan love didn't have a great game. I get it, but I'm not going to gonna completely condemn Jordan Love. I mean, it wasn't like I expected him to come out and be Aaron Rodgers. But I did expect to be a little, bit, a, a little bit better than what I saw. But I did see him standing tall in the pocket. I did see him make some quicker reads. Some things that we had talked about last week coming out of all of those starters rep practices. For those that say, wow, he hasn't had enough time. Well, he's been getting starters reps since the Kansas City game. So nine weeks of starters reps. So it's not like he's unfamiliar with the offense. And the guys around him, but uh, but it wasn't it wasn't a great showing. We'll just put it that way. Uh, I, I but this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do today. I'm going to start this out because for all of the for, and, and I'm calling out you finger pointers now. And if you don't do this, this is on you. This is where I say Twitter muscles overshoot your mouth because people say it's a meaningless game, no big deal, quit worrying. They're going to win a Super Bowl, no problem. I want to know the positive and what you feel about this team moving forward or the negative. How do you feel about the Green Bay Packers moving forward in their quest to get a championship? Because I got a whole lot of yesterday, shut up, it didn't matter. And I keep telling you, to the guy across from you, it mattered. To your own statistics, it mattered. To your own blocking ability, tackling ability, catching ability, running ability, it mattered. The outcome of the game statistically speaking, and in standings, didn't matter. But certain things matter. And so I want to know what does and doesn't matter. For all of you that wanted to wag a finger and say, especially last night after we got off the air, the overnight comments was like just, oh, my God. But I'm just asking. So for those of you that feel that this was no big deal, because I uh, the Vegas PAC fan always, he always comes out the next day and said, I told you to bet this. No, you didn't tell anybody, so shut up. But for all the people that said, I told you this, I told you that, I want to know now, what do you think? So the phone lines are wide open, 877-867-1670, wide open. So now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make your case. It's easy with hindsight being what it is to stand back, poke fun, be a jerk, point your finger, and and pontificate about it, but I want to know now so we can get it on the record. Your thoughts going into this now postseason run. How good is this team? Are there any concerns? Should you be concerned about the defense, the special teams, whatever? I want to know. Or if you just feel completely confident about it. If you do, that's great. Tell me why. Tell me why. But I think there are some legitimate concerns. I don't think any team in the postseason, specifically what we saw yesterday, I don't think there's any team that doesn't have a flaw. But. I'm asking you, for all the naysayers, I want to know why, and for all the people that say, shut up, it was a meaningless game, I want to know why. Because you can't just say it was a meaningless game, because it wasn't. It was meaningless in standings only. So I want to know. Opening it up, now is your chance. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. So the way things shake out now, now we've got our uh, good look. At uh, the AFC and the NFC and the way the uh, Super Wild Card Weekend is going to pan out. I'm excited. I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm excited about it. I can't wait. Got a lot of good games on tap. So coming up. Coming up. When you get into the scores and the schedules and such. Coming up, you got the Chiefs. They're going to be hosting. They're going to be hosting uh, on the Wild Card Weekend. They're going to be hosting the, uh, the, the Steelers. And you've got... Cincinnati hosting the Raiders. By the way, the game's on Saturday now. I want to go with the games on Saturday first and foremost. The games on Saturday, Cincinnati hosting uh, Las Vegas. That's the first one that kicks off. That's NBC. Uh, That'll be 3.30, I believe. 3.30 Central Time, if I'm not mistaken, on NBC. That's going to be the AFC wildcard side of things. And then the Patriots. uh, This is a good one. Patriots on the road taking on the Bills. Now, Cincinnati, I don't think, has won a postseason game since, like, 1993. And the Patriots and the Bills, they've split the season series. Remember, the Patriots ran over them in, in Buffalo during that high-wind game, and the Bills came back and put it on them at Foxborough. So this is going to be a good one. And then Sunday, the Eagles are on the road taking on the Buccaneers. How do you feel about that that contest there, Ben Kenny It's a win. It's a win?
1: It's a win. I don't really know. Eagles
0: are going to beat the Buccaneers.
1: I'm, I'm dangerously confident. I don't really think the Buccaneers are the team that we saw a couple months ago. No,
0: they're, they're, they're not. I would agree. by
1: injuries, and I, I think people again are going to sleep on the Eagles.
0: I, I would agree. Um, I, I still think it's going to be tough for the Eagles to get a win. I, if I had to pick the game, I would pick the Buccaneers by maybe four,
1: nine and a half point spread. Is yeah, I too would much. take them
0: by four. Yeah, that's a that's too big for me. I take them by four. They haven't been imp- overly impressed. I thought Brady played extremely well yesterday. First half of that game, they looked terrible against Carolina. And after that, he just they just poured it on. It was all gronk all the time. But uh, but the Buccaneers did not look good in the first half of that game. It looked like they were kind of feeling themselves out a little bit. And then they exploited a couple of weaknesses, a couple of injuries, and then they just kind of took off from there. Then you've got the 49ers and the Cowboys. The 49ers are traveling to Dallas. Uh, I got to admit, I thought Jimmy Garoppolo was throwing that game away yesterday. He looked terrible early on. And then all of a sudden, they let – the Rams – Stafford looked bad. Boy, I tell you what, do you think they regret trading, uh, trading away Jared Goff for Matthew Stafford? Matthew Stafford didn't look any better than Jared Goff did. He didn't do much more than that. He just He just – at times he looks like a leader, and at times he looks like it's just – He looks like Matthew Stafford playing at Lambeau Field. Just did not look good. So uh, the 49ers are on the road, taking on the Cowboys after they came back and got that win. And then I mentioned the Steelers and the Chiefs. And then Monday night, this is going to be a good one, a divisional rival, Cardinals and Rams, on Monday night out in L.A. That's going to be a good one. So you got a good matchup, good matchups for wild card weekend. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be wings, pizza, beer, and just enjoyment. And we're off this weekend. We get to sit back and just enjoy football just to enjoy football without really any deep ramifications on all of this. So looking forward to this coming weekend. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. A lot of people chiming in over on the Bud Light live stream. If you want to hit us up, Good crowd over there today. By all means, stay over there. And if you want to hit us up uh, on the uh, on the web, you can do so. You can also email me, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And if you want to follow over on Twitter and write something there, find me over there. Follow me over there, at Bill, excuse me, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. So give us a shout there as well. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. This is The
2: Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Glad you're back. Brian hits us up over on uh, Twitter says, Thanks for the show. Listen every day. Lots of stuff that seems big, but only two real big things in the next six to eight weeks. One is the Super Bowl run, and the other is the Aaron Rodgers issue. One will cap the year. The other will cap the next three to four years. And he's probably right. Well, I shouldn't say probably. He's, he's very much right. Um, Josh says... I remember when uh, Jordan, when Aaron Rodgers was drafted, uh, nobody gave him credit. Just wanted to say, give Jordan Love some time. It, l- the other, let me ask you this, okay? Is there a difference between Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love in the draft positions? I think we would all agree, yes, right? It's not the same circumstance. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to sit on the uh, Jordan Love pulpit today. By the way, not the time for it. But when you keep comparing Jordan Love's drafting and giving him a chance like you gave Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers was supposed to be the number one overall pick, remember? Everybody and their brother was thinking it was either Aaron Rodgers or Alex Smith. Alex Smith went, Rodgers fell. into the laps of the Packers. Packers said, you know what? With all this talk about it, Brett Favre possibly retiring. We might as well go ahead and take him. Jordan Love by many accounts, was supposed to be a second- or third-round guy, not first-round talent. And they traded up to get him. There's a distinct difference. So don't act like he's sitting there with the same level of talent, with the same level of expectation that Aaron Rodgers had, because he doesn't. I don't know what he's going to amount to. But that, that scenario... For those that want to make the excuse, is completely apples to oranges. It's erroneous. It just is. So just just so we can stop doing that comparison because it, it doesn't make sense. Uh eight seven seven, eight six seven, sixteen seventy. Um this one is uh, says uh Anthony, most of these teams uh, left that the Packers uh, can't play well and win against. Because they are flawed. I Look, I there. there is not a good team when it comes to being perfect in the postseason right now. Nothing. There's not another team. Cincinnati has their flaws. The Raiders are flawed. Patriots, obviously. Uh, when you look at some of these other teams go to the NFC, you start to look at quarterback play. Dak has been erratic. Garoppolo is Garoppolo. Come on. Let's be real. The Eagles have had their issues. The Buccaneers obviously have their issues. The Cardinals, the Packers have already beaten, although I think the Cardinals are starting to ascend at the right time. And the Rams the Rams quarterback play, when you start to look at quarterback play in general, quarterback play, the Cardinals ended up in the situation they did because of their quarterback play. Kyler Murray, prior to the injury, was fantastic. After the injury, it took him a while to get it back together again. And even then, it was up and down. He was having a storybook year until he went down with the ankle injury. The Rams picked up Matthew Stafford. He was going to be the step above. He was going to be the veteran leader above Jared Goff. Well, you know, he's he's played well in stretches, and he's played Matthew Stafford-like. You know, Tom Brady elevates the guys around him, and they have Gronk, and that's a strong combination and still a very good defense that can flat out get after you up front. But they're banged up in the secondary, and a lot of their weapons are gone. The Eagles, Eagles got in. They're getting their taste. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here today and say that I think the Eagles are a, a, a really strong candidate to go deep into the postseason, but would it surprise me if they knocked off the Buccaneers? No. One, the Eagles, they got nothing to lose. They're just happy to be here. And the, the the Buccaneers, they're flawed. Because of injuries and other issues, they're flawed. And then, like I mentioned, you know, you go to the opposite side of the coin. You go to the Cincinnati, who hasn't won a playoff game since Moses was a baby. The Raiders, who they did enough to get in, man. I tell you what, their coach, I like their coach. I, I don't know if he's going to be able to retain his job by the end of the year, but he certainly deserves a shot at it, doesn't he? For everything the Raiders have been through this year, for everything that went on from obviously, um, what what is it, Biasaccia? Is that how you pronounce uh, Rich's name, last name, Ben? Do you know off the top of your head? Yeah, Biasaccia. Biasaccia? Okay. I I like the guy. I think, one, if you watched his demeanor on the sideline and watched him interact with his players, I mean, he's over there talking to him. It's not like he's just yelling things or just kind of, you know, kind of distant in a way with a headset on. I mean, it was on and off and on and off and interacting with guys. And it was very much a hands on coach. I liked his demeanor. Now, I don't know if he's going to keep the job, but God, for what happened with John Gruden being outed and coming out as the only victim, really, if you want to call it that, I'm talking about the investigation now, not the original victims. <laughs> but the but the guy that got busted in the Washington football team investigation, and then obviously with the uh the, the terrible tragedy with Henry Ruggs, and then dealing with all of that and being able to kind of put this team back together <coughs> Darn. Uh he's done a fantastic job. And they if you want to call it trending in the right direction, but I, I still think they're a good football team. He they still he... have the wherewithal it's a
1: Tomlin and Harbaugh vibe to me. It's a special teams guy, and he's not as good as them, but the the kind of demeanor and and the vibe as a head coach, right. it's kind of like that.
0: Yeah, I I I'm, and again, I don't know the guy at all. I've never talked to him. I've never interviewed him. I haven't talked to anybody that's ever you know really played for him about him. But I just like what I see and like what I've read. So we'll see if he ends up keeping the job at the end of the season. Still can't believe he kicked that field goal last night, though. I know. I know, but it turned out for them.
1: We were two seconds away from the most beautiful chaos of all time.
0: I know, right? And I, I thought, there's no way. There's no way. And it, it it, all worked out. And the Steelers were the biggest benefactor. The Steelers are back home biting their nails going, there's no way. Are you kidding me? And then, obviously, kicking a field goal. So, there you go. Um, but it, what an incredible postseason. So, I look, I don't think I, there's a team – That is not flawed in the postseason right now. I don't think there's one team that's not flawed. Uh, The Packers, this one's from uh, Jay. Jay says, I think the Packers' defense uh, is going to be exposed. This has been a joke down the stretch. I'm biting my nails over the defense. I'm not going to say it's a joke because I don't think it's a joke. But I will say I wasn't impressed yesterday. Uh, note of Andre Campbell, but still, the middle was wide open. What bothers me is not necessarily the physicality of the play, okay? If the team came out flat, okay, I get it. Uh, if they didn't win consistently, the one-on-ones, okay, I get it. Maybe the intensity level wasn't there. But, and I explained this during the post-game show yesterday. When you're lining up from a guy across from you, and he comes out and he's firing on you, you're not just saying, man, I'm just going to do this just so I don't get hurt. Or I'm gonna do this, yeah. Maybe I'll make a tackle, you know. Let's take it easy. We've already cleaned. No, you don't, nobody thinks that way. No player ever has th- thought that way. Now, is that same energy, that same adrenaline, that same level of intensity there? No. That's understandable. It was a week of practice in which all you heard about was how are you going to play? Who's going to play in this meaningless game? How many guys are going to get in? When is Rodgers going to sit? Get Devontae the record. Get him out of I get it. Outside the walls of 1265, what we talk about, it was all of that. And those guys hear it. They know it. Don't go get hurt. Let's walk away from this game unscathed. Let's play smart football. All of that. But what bothered me was the same things that we saw a, you know, going back the weeks after The Seattle shutout, finger-pointing, guys in the secondary didn't know where they were supposed to be, who's covering who. (coughs) Soft zone, and when it was soft zone and guys were getting open, then guys were looking at each other to blame. Who had who? Why did this guy get handed off to me? You know, that's what concerned me. They won a lot of games. They beat the Rams. They beat the Bears. They beat the Ravens, beat the Browns, beat the Vikings. you know, all of that. I get it. But what we saw after that shutout against the Seahawks was a lot of, hmm, who's got this guy? Who's got that guy? Who's, you know, what's going on? I mean, you know, and you saw a lot of that again. You can't have those gaffes in the postseason. They didn't rush as many. They didn't blitz as much. They didn't have Devondre Campbell flying all over the place. Understandable. But just some of the simple things of coverage of guys knowing where they're supposed to be, that's what bothered me. And I'm not painting a picture of gloom and doom. I'm just simply saying, that's what bothered me. That's it. 877 um, 867 If you want to hit us up, do it. Um, What else do we have here? We've got a lot of different. Uh, Joshua says the offense started slow, only six points on good field position. Uh, they Well, they, their first drive, they scored. So that was actually getting off to a fast start only the third time this season that they had done that. So that was fast for them. What happened after the fact was disappointing. That I agree with. Because when you look at the drive chart and you're like, okay, look, (coughs) excuse me, they go right away, go downfield. 13 plays, 74 yards. 13 plays, 74 yards. Touchdown. Their next two drives, 11 plays, 26 yards and only two first downs. So the opening drive goes 13 plays, 74 yards, and score. The next drive they get at the Detroit 35, and they lost seven yards. They punted the ball away. The next one, after uh, after the Lions go down, and score the touchdown, tie the thing up, Packers go eight plays, 33 yards. That was it. And they turned it over on downs. So 13 for 74. And the next two drives, 11 for 26. That's concerning. And it wasn't like they had taken their foot off the gas at that point. Because at that point, they were still trying to get Devontae the record, remember? They were still trying to throw the football, they were still running their offense. You want to take a positive from yesterday? Positive? I'll tell you what it is when we come back. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show coming up.
2: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is The Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Welcome back, Bill Michaels Show. Continuing on. On this Monday, this Black Monday in the NFL, let me stop some people that are going on about the whole Jordan Love thing. First of all, I understand people want to talk about him because he performed yesterday, Uh, and I didn't see much out of him. I saw a guy that was a little bit quicker, a little bit sharper, but for the most part, still some of the same things. He just chucked that last interception up for no reason, should have never have done it. Uh, but this whole thing about, well, he's gotta play with the ones. He's gotta look good doing this. Stop it. You're making excuses for poor play. You're you're making excuses. Rodgers has taken a whole second string offensive line and made them look good. Reads, quick releases, knowing where he wanted to go with the ball, being able to decipher a defense. It's all about matchups. Play action. You know, now Jordan Love is not gonna have the same play-action ability as Aaron Rodgers because he hasn't had the same amount of snaps, obviously. But this whole thing about, well, he needs to play. First it was, well, let's see what he got in the preseason. And he didn't play well. Well, let's see what he's got when he takes starters reps. Well, then he did and he didn't play well. Well, because he didn't play well against Kansas City. But that was only his first game. Well, let's see what he does because he's going to have an entire half and he's preparing for it. Oh, well, now he's playing with second stringers. and What? They didn't pull everybody. The only guy that was really, I mean, between Marquise Valdez-Scantley, who went down with the back injury, and, and Devontae Adams, everybody else was out there. You couldn't pull everybody. This was a starting roster from top to bottom. Everybody on this team plays. I, I'm tired of the excuses. It's crap. At what point do you stop making excuses and go, well, you know what, maybe he doesn't have it. I don't know. I won't know fully until he's under center for an extended period of time. But I know right now what I see is exactly what I expected. I never had expectations of Jordan Love because he was never in my book, and from the guys that I had talked to going back to the NFL draft that year, he was a third-round guy. Upper third, lower second, and then a developmental player at best. So I never expected things out of him. If you think that all of a sudden you're just going to save a bunch of money and build a defense around Jordan Love and you're winning a championship, you're an absolute idiot because you're not. It is What you do is you stockpile money for three years, and you hope he's the real deal, that he comes of age after that long. But he's sat now a year and a half, two years behind Aaron Rodgers. He's had time. But this whole thing about well, we got to get him this, we got to get him that. We get stop. You sound like the Bears. Well, Mitch Trubisky's good. We got to get him this. He's got to he's got to be able to throw more, unleash him more. No, run the ball more. That way, he's not pressure on him. You got to get a better running back. No, if you get more weapons for him, you'll get that. Maybe it just comes down to the quarterback should make people around him better, not vice versa. <clears throat> 877-867-1670, If you want to hit us up, do it. Hey, by the way. This came out today, and I thought, you know, uh, it, it, if he's around for the postseason, I will be, call me impressed, but I thought uh, it was a lost cause to get Zedaria Smith back, but Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network had this to say.
2: This is huge for the Green Bay Packers, who are actually getting better as they get closer to the playoffs. Of course, we know they're the number one seed and have a bye next week, and Here is what I am told. Zadarius Smith, their star pass rusher who has been out most of the season after having back surgery on a herniated disc, was fully cleared over the last couple days and is expected back at practice this week. They're likely to open his 21-day window. It probably comes Tuesday, could officially come Wednesday, but either way, Zadarius Smith is expected to practice this week and then play for the Green Bay Packers in their first playoff game. One of the best pass rushers in the NFL has missed most of the season. This is huge, considering the Packers also got back David Bakhtiari. Yesterday, they are actually getting healthier. Meanwhile, we...
0: Think about that. Now, that's Ian Rappaport in the NFL Network saying that he has been cleared to play and will play. Also, did you notice what he said there? We kind of expected it. But that was the first time I think I've heard anything official that said he had surgery on a herniated disc. We talked about that. I said, man, you, those things, you don't screw with that. You get a herniated disc and it pushes the wrong way, man. It can push against your spinal cord. You you, you know, so whether he had a disc replacement or had it moved back, I mean, whatever it happens to be. That's the first time we've had confirmation, at least that I know of, that it was an actual surgery for a hernia- for a herniated disc. So <clears throat> you saw Josh Myers come back. He got his reps in. And uh, when I went to the break, I said there's some good news. David Bakhtiari, if you watched David Bakhtiari specifically yesterday, uh, there was only one time on the rush up the edge that he got beat laterally. One time. That was it. And I was really impressed with that. And, and why? Beginning Because he got beat? No, because he only got beat one time. I thought David Bakhtiari would come back and would be rusty. you got to get up to game speed. You're a little bit slow. And he wasn't. Man, I gave Bakhtiari all the credit in the world. I mean, that, that was like, you have no idea. A little thing like that, how big that is, how big that is, is, is amazing. For him to be able to come back and not only play, but play extremely well. I mean, that's like Superman, man. This was David Bactiari after the game yesterday, and what it just meant to play.
3: Um, it was a long, long journey. Still, you know, finishing up a little bit of it. But uh, yeah, uh, I was expecting to be back earlier than I wanted to. It was stuff, definitely more mentally on me than anything. Uh, but I'm just. Fortunate, so happy just to see the other side, be out there with the guys, play by any means. Yeah, so I was really just pumped just to be out there today. It just meant a lot.
0: And then he talked, uh, you know, after the game, as to why did he leave the game and and uh, in, in, in why he – was there a pitch count or why did he leave the game?
3: We had a general idea of what we wanted to do. I went out there. I think the first play – our first series might have been 12, 13 plays. Felt fine. Good amount of wind, just kept going. And then I was – once we I, was hitting the threshold where I know we wanted to be. I was like, I'll just keep playing until I was like, nah, I'll be good. I had another good block. And I was like, yeah, you know what, this is this is good for me for today. Uh, so that's why I just like, Yeah, you know, let's have Biash go in there. I think I played longer than our general idea because we wanted to see. It could have been the lower end or the higher end. I'm just gonna kinda i just going to kind of go. So I kind of felt like I it was, was a good spot.
0: So there you go. Felt like he was in a good place. That was huge to get him and Josh Myers back in the field now you got the possibility of Zadarius Smith coming back and the possibility sooner rather than later of getting Jair back huge for the Green Bay Packers and Ian Rappaport's right we talked about this this is a team that's getting healthier as the, as the, and they didn't have any major injury i think the only injury really if you want to consider it an injury it was the problematic back of valdez Vaudiscan Rodgers left the game, he was fine. He talked about the toe afterwards, said it's as good as it's felt. He feels it's almost healed, which is huge, you know, huge news. You're gonna get and you got a great point there, Michael. The guy we didn't even talk about that could have played but didn't was Randall Cobb. They'll have him back. The I mean, short of short of Elton Jenkins and Robert Tunyon and Whitney Merciless, I think three true contributors. Um, I, and, and and I, man, I, you got to feel good about the place this team's in, right? Are there flaws? Yeah, sure. There's flaws, but you got to feel good about it. You do. Uh, we're going to step away, take a quick break. We got a lot to get to lot to get to. Also, don't forget, coming up after the top of the hour, we're going to break down the film with uh, with our good buddy Eric Baranchek at the Green Bay Press-Gazette. He is going to join us. We'll talk with him about what he saw on the field yesterday and what needs to be corrected moving forward. But stay right where you're at. Stay right where you're at. Got a lot of things we want to talk about yet. A lot of things to break down. And what matchups are you looking forward to this weekend? What is the one? What is your wings and chili and beer and maybe a good cigar or scotch? What's that good game you're going to sit down and you're making destinational viewing coming up this weekend? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is coming up next.
2: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers losing to the Lions, 37-30 here at Detroit's Ford Field. Green Bay scored first on a 13-play drive and a touchdown pass to Alan Lazard.
3: I think we did a great job the first half coming out there with the starters and be able to kind of put some points up on the board. Um, Just getting to that rhythm, getting to, you know, the play calling. You know, it's going to be another two weeks before we play a game again. So if we didn't play today, it would have been three weeks. I not think anyone really wants to do that.
2: But the Lions came roaring back with a razzle-dazzle play that had wide receiver Tom Kennedy throwing a touchdown pass to Khalif Raymond that covered 75 yards. Detroit's rookie Amon St. Brown says the Lions had run that play just two weeks ago against the Falcons.
0: We ran against Atlanta, we ran at that play where I come across, get that handoff twice. Actually, before that play, Tom Kennedy threw. Um, I'm lined up, and all I hear from the sideline is 14's getting the ball coming across, 14's getting the ball, and I'm just smiling because I already know what's about to happen. So I get the ball. Give it to TK, and TK just throws a
1: dime to, to Kalief, so it was perfect.
2: The Packers' defense fooled by trick plays, giving up 37 points, the most all year since their week one loss to the Saints. Matt LaFleur.
1: Defense, football in general, comes down to discipline and people owning their roles. And when you aren't disciplined or you go outside the scheme, bad stuff happens. We cannot have that. We need all 11 doing their damn job
2: so the Packers begin the postseason with a bye week at 3 13 and 1 the Lions look forward to next year with the number two pick overall in the draft Lions quarterback Jared Goff
0: it's been obviously a rocky year hard not fun in certain instances and then it's a tale of two seasons kind of the first half and the second half and granted the second half record still isn't tremendous but the way we played was better
2: that's Jared Goff in Detroit I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels show
3: I got a text from Aaron. He said, "I'd love for you to be out there." You know, I, I wasn't really planning on it. My goal was just to, for me, just practice is the most important. I put in consecutive days of practice, knock out the rest of practice. I've played in more than enough games. I played in a bunch of playoff games. That
4: didn't
3: really feel the need. Um, but when he texted me. I'm like, "All right, see how it goes in practice." I liked how I wasn't practicing. Like, you know what? Like I said, I didn't want to exactly be on turf. Like, so let's, let's do it. It's quite fun. I'm out there, and I think it was you know, more for him. And uh, for me, I mean, it felt good. I liked where uh, liked my feet were. I liked where my hands were. Uh, get all things considered. Uh, obviously, some things to work on, some things to feel out. But uh, I was very pleased with my first. You know.
0: Welcome back to the program. That is David Bakhtiari talking about his opportunity. Welcome back. Bill Michael Show. We continue on. And on this uh, Monday, this Black Monday in the NFL, you've had uh, some hirings, or I should say firings, not hirings, but uh, you've got... The the one that's probably the most, uh, you know, the weirdest firing is Brian Flores. Brian Flores did everything. They started out 1-7 and seven for the Dolphins, then they came roaring back, 1-7 straight. Tua got better, things were trending in the right direction. Yeah, they fell short in the end, but I thought he did a fantastic job. He wasn't the guy that turned down Justin Herbert, traded for Tua instead, traded away draft choices. I mean... He was the guy that just took a bad team and, and made him into something and gave him some momentum. And I, that firing is a little bit uh, questionable. I don't necessarily get that. But you've got Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace both out. Uh, Spielman and Zimmer out in Minnesota. Uh, Vic Fangio uh, out in Denver. Joe Judge, we're waiting on to see if he's going to be let go. I can't believe he hasn't been fired. You saw what he did what? Sunday, right? Yeah. I it's like well, Joe Judge, it, I, I don't understand his his philosophy. I really don't. Uh I the the uh what, what was it uh God, um who called him a clown show? Who said it was a clown show? One of the coaches said something about New York the New York Giants right now are a clown show. And I can't remember off the top of my head. But it is. It's just, God, the Giants are just, what is going on with them? I I, I think he had called Washington a clown show, I think is what it was. Oh, after last year when the Eagles took the last game, he
1: said, oh, yeah, this is a joke. It's a disgrace to the sport. I I think he's kind of a fraud because then he goes and he QB sneaks on second and third down. Right. And it was like
0: second and nine. Third and nine. It's like, what are you doing? It's just, I, I know. That's a whole other story for a whole other day. But thank God that's not our, uh, our circus and not our monkeys, right? 877 867 A couple of minutes before the top of the hour here. Coming up after the top of the hour, uh, we're going to talk with Eric Branchick of the Green Bay Press Gazette. He's going to be joining us as well. Um, oh, okay. That, it was actually uh, Terry Bradshaw, I guess, William said, that, it was, uh, that said Judge was a joke. I thought he said something about it being a clown show. It was it, if I heard that correctly, he talks it was, a lot it,
1: about how yeah. other people are a disgrace to the competitiveness of the game and how everybody wants to go
0: play for him in New York. R- that joke. I never understood either. Nobody wants to go to New York and play for that franchise. It's it's craptastic. He's like, remember, he's the one that said all the other players were calling him and wanting to come back. Exactly. OK, uh, let's do this. We'll get to the phone call. Let's go to Mike. Mike, how you doing, buddy?
4: Morning, Billy. How are you today?
0: Good, pal. What's going on?
4: I hope you're getting better. You're cold, man. Uh,
0: it's uh, it's getting there day by day. I feel better today, though. Physically better. It's just it's still in my head. But beyond that, I'm well, good. I was listening What's to up?
4: the radio, broad- I was listening to radio broadcast yesterday, and Larry McCarron brought it up. And as you know, I've told you numerous times, I'm not a Chandon Sullivan guy. Every mm-hmm. time I look, he's following somebody, and then he's looking around to blame somebody else. But he had high praise from Larry and uh, Wayne yesterday on the broadcast. They brought his name right. up in particular during the game. I don't know if you heard that or not.
0: But, no, uh, I didn't I, hear that. But I, I, there was a couple of times where he was trailing in coverage, but he was trailing in coverage because the zone was left open, and I don't know whose fault it was. He ended up finger-pointing at the end. So I don't know if it was Sullivan or if it was somebody else that, that, that just they weren't picking guys up because they played a lot of zone yesterday.
4: Yeah, but I just, you know, all year it looks like he's been trailing that guy coming across, and they were praising him that the Packers had him for the position he's he's in because they didn't have anybody to fill it.
0: Well, he's a good nickel guy. He's played nickel pretty much all season long. He's a good nickel guy, but also they didn't have Devondre Campbell in there yesterday. He's kind of that uh, that air traffic controller across the middle. He's the guy that really makes it tough, but – uh, again, I don't know if it was Savage or Amos or if it was one of the corners, but when they played, they they play across the middle. They just could not cover St. Brown at all for whatever reason. He broke free all day long, and after every time he had a catch, there was always finger pointing as to who had the guy. I couldn't figure it out.
4: Yeah, you could see it on a the TV. They were, you know, they were passing and stuff, but they weren't getting with him up to speed across right. the middle. Um, well, but, yeah, it just seems like uh, even when Minnesota's guy, Jefferson, went nuts across the middle, it, it you know, I, I agree uh, their uh, middle line, linebacker wasn't there, but it yeah. just seems that uh, always across the middle, just past the linebackers and in front of the defensive back safeties. That when they come to wild.
0: the line and they run that too high, they run that too high zone, I appreciate the phone calls. Always, my Missed some of today's biggest plays?
2: The Bill Michael Show podcast is streaming at madcitysportszone.com.